From Chicago, it's the Old St. Pat's Podcast. Enjoy a special Holy Week message from Father Pat McGrath. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. The beautiful poetry of Emily Dickinson reminds us that hope resides somewhere deep inside of us in the heart or the soul. It perches there as if ready to fly up and remind us at those most important moments what we really believe and where we think we're headed. In these days of Holy Week, in the season that unfolds in front of us, it's good to be reminded that this is a season fundamentally of hope. It's a time to recognize in the incarnation of Jesus and what he will go through in these days, what he goes through in Jerusalem in his passion, death, and resurrection, that we have the lesson of our God showing us what love and action looks like, what hope operating in the world can be. We are called to be people of hope. And this story that we have staked our lives on, this Christ whom we have been grafted onto by our baptism, well, our mission with him is to be rejuvenated by the story of these days, to listen once again and let these holy days speak to us in some new way, to enter into our story that plays itself out in the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus, and in it to be reminded of the hope, the hope that we're called to share with a world so desperately in need of good news. And I think it's important to make some distinction here between being optimistic, and being hopeful. For us, hope is a theological virtue. It's a gift that comes from God. It's an orientation to the ultimate horizon and destiny of our lives, trusting that God is with us, that God is in this with us, and that with God, all works to good in the end. And that's different than optimism, which isn't a bad thing, but optimism that tries to see good possibilities or dress up a difficult situation as best as possible. No, we're called to be people of hope, fine to be optimists, but our calling, our baptism, our charge is to share hope. You know, a bunch of years ago, Jim Collins wrote a famous book called Good to Great, in which he studied organizations, businesses, to determine what the qualities and the habits were of the great organizations. And in it, at one point, he interviews Admiral James Stockdale. Stockdale was a revered war veteran of the Vietnam War. The admiral had been there from beginning to end and spent much of it imprisoned in and was tortured in the prison His story is an extraordinary tale of endurance and toughness and grit. Collins interviewed Stockdale after reading Stockdale's autobiography and wanted to try to understand how did Stockdale keep going? How did this work in the midst of such terrible news every day, in the midst of such struggle in front of him every day? In the end, Collins, after talking to Stockdale, came up with what he called the Stockdale Paradox, and here's a, here it is explained. So Collins interviews him and says, who didn't make it out, Admiral? Who, what was characteristic of the people who didn't make it out of that prison that you were tortured in? 
And Stockdale says to him very quickly, oh, that's an easy one to answer. I can tell you who didn't make it out. It was the optimists. Collins was confused by this, and Stockdale clarifies it. The optimists, yeah, they were the ones who always said, we're going to be out by Christmas. And then Christmas would come and it would go, and there would be another Christmas. And they died of a broken heart. Stockdale went on to say, you must never ever confuse, on the one hand, the need for absolute unwavering faith that you can prevail that you would get out, and at the same time, to exercise the discipline to confront the brutal facts, whatever they are. Now, there's the Stockdale paradox then. Confronting the brutal facts, being honest and truthful about the terrible news and trying to understand it as best we can, at the same time, in our unwavering, absolute faith, that we would prevail in the language of Stockdale. For us, as people of faith, for us as Catholics, as Christians, what that means then is that we confront the realities of our day, this COVID-19 pandemic that has rocked our world, has shaken our lives, has turned everything upside down in these topsy-turvy times. We confront the harsh reality of our time, but we do so in the context of the hope that assures us that the God who suffers with us, the God who becomes one of us in Jesus Christ, the God who is the God of the empty tomb of Easter Sunday, is with us in this. We are people of hope. And we are people of action, knowing that love really ought to manifest itself in deeds more than words. And so we pray for the grace to live as people of service and love, recognizing that when we put love into action, we are God's outreach to a hurting world. And so as we enter these holy days, as we are moved and touched once again by the story of God's love for us in Jesus, as we reflect on our own lives and our own pathways, And as we consider the harsh news of our day, the brutal facts of where we find ourselves, we do so with that hope perched in our souls, that hope in our hearts that is there because we've known Jesus, that we've come to know him in community, in church, in the beauty of God's creation, in the deepest desires of our hearts, and in the most difficult moments of our lives, we've come to know him as companion, as Jesus, as hope. Thank you to Father McGrath for his reflection, and thank you for listening to the show today. Please be sure to join us on Holy Thursday via live stream of the Lord's Supper tomorrow at 7 p.m. Then for Good Friday, tune back into the podcast for our first installment of the new series called Currents, Awakening to the Flow of Spirit in Our Lives. And then at 3 p.m. on Friday, enjoy Stations of the Cross via live stream. And on Easter Sunday, join Father Hurley and the Old St. Pat's Music Ministry in celebration at 10 a.m. For all the details and the live stream links for each of these events, visit oldstpats.org. To stay up to date with new episodes, please follow us on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Find us on Twitter at Old St. Pat's and on Instagram at Old St. Pat's Chicago. I'm Kate Anderson. You've been listening to the Old St. Pat's Podcast.